Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But the closer you get, hallelujah, bless the Lord. Recorded live. Your understanding, the scriptures will come out to you. There's nothing wrong with grabbing up your Bibles and just reading it. But it's such a joy when every place you go, every step you take, even if you're doing the dishes, if you're in the shower, that the word comes alive to you. Amen. You know, this is what God is trying to bring his people to see. You know, the Holy Ghost was in the beginning, and the Word says it. It said it was in the beginning, and it became flesh to dwell among us. So in the beginning, David said it. David said it. Lord, whatever you take, just don't take your spirit from me. And that's how... We feel we're going to be coming from John, the 14th chapter today, beginning at the 13th verse. Forgive me if I mispronounce a word or so. I got these glasses that surely need to be changed. (laughs) Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. You know, this is the scripture that for some reason, Every church, every funeral parlor, every home going uses it. There's nothing in the word that says when you have a home going, when you have a funeral. The Bible calls it a funeral. Mm-hmm. He talks about the burial, the the funeral, the the when the family. That's what the word says. We are getting so indoctrinated by man that we want to change. He said, change, don't change my words. It is what it is. We're going to begin with the 13th verse. Could somebody read that for me if you don't mind? Because I sure can't speak. John fourteen thirteen. Yes, Okay. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Did you hear what he said? Did you hear what he said? Whatsoever ye ask, he didn't say in the name of the Father. In my name, that will he give us. See, he got a two-fold position. He's got to take care of us. And he has to glorify the Father. He said, whatsoever 
you asked in my name, that will I do. That my Father may be glorified. You know, verse 14, can you read that? We're going to use you today. Okay. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Amen. Why does he keep repeating that? Why does he keep repeating that? Probably because he wants us to get it. (laughs) (laughs) That you know what? That's the answer. Because we know that the Bible scholars have made so many names of the Bible. They say, we don't know if it's all his name. You got people going to school, learning all these different names. But what did he say at the end? Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We spend so much time, and last week we talked about getting our self-position in a stayful position. And I keep seeing you, elders. I keep seeing you. And learn this song for me, son. We shall come rejoicing. <laughs> Bringing in the sheep. It's time for those of us that have a true walk, not just with Christ, But in verse 16, he says, I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you. And some of the words in the King James Version, when it says, forever, Mm-hmm. Notice it's separated. Mm-hmm. For something in between, ever. Mm-hmm. It's saying he's not going to be with you just forever, but it's for ever. He's set apart for ever. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. We say that, well, we're going to live forever. We're going to do forever. But the Holy Ghost Mm. has been given a charge to come and not like Christ. He's given a charge that he will be given us as a comforter. That he may abide, that he may, M-A-Y, abide. You don't have to take him. Mm. Amen. 
But the scripture says ye must be born again, that you must come to the Father to be drawn by Christ. Now, this is the third part of them. They're saying they're sinning him, but it's a different way. After the Christ had came, was this the same comforter that came in of doves? And the father said, this is my son that I'm well pleased. But this comforter is the father, the son, and is it the Holy Ghost, praise God, that he may abide. He didn't say in you. You notice everything else. If I be in you and you be within me, but it said if you let the comforter abide with you. You got a responsibility <laughs> to this precious Holy Ghost. Will you allow him to abide with you knowing that he can't come into an unclean temple? Knowing that he can't live where blaspheming is going on. Knowing that you might as well say you have killed yourself to blaspheme against the Holy Ghost. He comes to abide with us. Because as we read on, I want to go to, let me jump to verse 20. And that day ye shall know that I am, this is Christ, in my Father. And ye in me. But look at this, but I in you. This is almost a tongue twister. <laughs> and that day ye shall know that I am in. First of all, what day is he talking about? What day? Tell the prayer, can you read verse 17? Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him. But ye know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Hallelujah. Verse 18, keep, sound good, don't it, Algemana? <laughs> I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. 19. Yet a little while, 
and the world seeth me no more. But ye see me, because I live, ye shall live also. Back up. I'm going to 20 again. And that day ye shall know that I am in my Father. How shall we know it? And ye in me. You're going to know it without a shadow or a doubt. And then he said, and I in you. Why? Does he make no mention of the comforter again? First John 3, 2. It just does not appear what we shall be, but we shall be just like him. As we study, as we speak of the comforter, the first sign of him was a white dove. And he said, this is my son, talking about Christ, that I am well pleased. And then he says, I'm going to send you a comforter, and he will abide with you forever. I believe that because when you receive him and he's abiding with you, there's such a blind that it can't be broke. Mm-hmm. Think about how good this Holy Ghost is. Think about it. Think about some of the things that he's in charge of your life. He's our adversary. He's our judge. He's our doctor in the sick room. There's nowhere you can go without him. He's the lifter of our spirit. I was dealing with someone just yesterday that's so depressed so depressed that she thinks that she's no longer saved you see that's a lie of the enemy and we know that the Holy Ghost is one in First John 2 1 can someone get that First John My little children, these things write I unto you, that ye sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, (laughs) Jesus Christ, the righteous. Amen. Who is our advocate? (laughs) He's abiding within you. He's telling you, 
He's your defender. He pleads your case. He's your helper in anything you need. He's our strength. He knows us so well. Let me show you how he knows us so well. Because when the time comes and we cannot even speak, he begins to speak for us. Think about it. When we don't know what to say, the Holy Ghost begins to make intercession for us. I didn't say it, the Word said it. Mm-hmm. Knows us so well. Elder Freddie knows you so well that you want to talk with God, but something has got you that you can't even uh, open your mouth and utterance comes out and he can answer what you're saying and take that prayer to the Lord because he knows you. And what the Bible was saying, not only does he know you, that God recognizes that he is your intercessor. You know, Jesus is who he says he is. But the comforter is always with you. For the Father says that you will not always have him to strive with you. That's why he says, I'm leaving you this comforter. And he is forever. Late at night, when you can't seem to get your mind straight. I don't know if you've ever been in that situation when you just feel like, Lord, what's going on? How long, Lord? You promised me. You know, God wants us. A lot of people say, don't question God. You're not questioning God. You're talking to him. You and son are married. He's the man. You're the female. And if you say to him, well, you know, Treddy, You said this and that, but I don't understand. You're not questioning him. You're trusting in him. Mm. When you're trusting in God, you have a right to come boldly and obtain mercy. Lord, I don't understand. My heart is growing weak. My Mine is getting so that I don't understand, Lord. Don't you know the enemy has got so many people popping pills now? Mm-hmm. Everybody, pastors and everybody. We take a pill for our pain. We take a pill so we can stand one another. That's not of God. If the comforter is there to keep you and he's abiding with us, we need to learn how to 
give him more charge over us. We need to learn the characteristics of this comforter. What is his position? He's to plead our case. He's to keep us until the day of redemption. And he was assigned by Jesus Christ. He told you, I'm going, but I'm going to send him back. Another notation. I'm not changing the word of God, but Jesus said, I'm going, and I'm going to send him back. Why did he just call him down? Why did he have to go back before he could send him back? These are questions he said. There are some things we won't know until that day. Because I believe that stored up for us are things that eyes have not seen nor ears heard what good things that God has for us that have abided and kept his word. When you're given a child and you're told to take care of the child, until the parent comes back or the parent orders you to bring their child home. What a child. How many times have we disappointed (laughs) this Holy Ghost? How many times It's been a lot of times because the word of God says that (laughs) when you dismiss him and the enemy comes in, he comes in with seven more. Understand what I'm saying. He abides in you. And we have no other gods before God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. For all of them are yet one. But because God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten Son, and his only begotten Son asked him to Prepare him a body. Hallelujah. That he may come down and save us. But look at this. When he came, he lived on this earth. 
every year. And even though the God spoke and said, this is my son, and I'm well pleased, the dove left because he had to walk through this earth. Going through, hallelujah, what he went through. It's my belief. I didn't say it's written in the scripture. It's my belief with a God such as that, knowing what he went through, knowing that he had to go back. And as the Father prepared his body to come, he went back and said, Father, don't prepare the body like this. Because it's too much pain. Because even I asked you, Father, if there be any way, can you take this bitter cup? And I believe that at that moment when he sent the Holy Ghost back down and he said, this is for your forever. He made him to endure, to be all things, to understand everything. He made him higher than the angels. He could have, he already told us in songs with David, we got 10,000 on each side, but that was not good enough. He needed something good enough to enhouse himself in us. He needed us to make a bind with this. This is what's carrying us every day. We don't recognize him. But he said, it does not appear what you shall be. But we're going to be just like him. And I think the glorious part of seeing the sun and witnessing the power of the Holy Ghost is going to be a great day for him to say, you're going to be just J-U-S-T. You're going to be just justified to be like him. Man is the only thing that has such a requirement. Man is the only thing even the animals that he saves on the ark. All he told them to do, multiply to keep the earth replenished. But man, we got a requirement that none but the righteous can see God. 
That's why this Holy Ghost that's in house within us, that when he sends the death angel, the Holy Ghost, <laughs> make sure you don't travel to the wrong place. Because even the angels in heaven may rejoice when one comes to Christ. But the ten thousands of them in front, behind, and all around us can't keep us. They can preserve and protect us unless we dash our foot upon a rock. But the Holy Ghost is your keeping power. That if you abide and let him abide within you. When your time to leave this earth. No matter, even if you be in the grave, he's got to sit watch. So that when the trumpets blow, <laughs> that you hear the right trumpet. And that you will be first to get up. He's got a charge that if you're still here, that you'll be caught up to meet him in the air. Our lesson today is that there is power. There is a heritage in you. It's living within you. That's why when you go to go left, there's something that tells you Go right and notice that you never argue with that because there's something that relates to your eardrum that is you speaking to you. When I want to do wrong, something restrains me and take as we close. Out of everything, you can be taught the Word of God. Taught it by reading it. You can be taught about getting baptized. But the Word of God says, have you received? You can't be taught about receiving the Holy Ghost. Because it's something that goes along with you believing and when you believe in Jesus Christ, such a great change shall come over you that you're going to recognize there's a difference. Friends are going to walk away and some will talk about you. Family will Say bad things about you and act like you're not none of them. But there's a gentle peace within you 
knowing that you've got a comforter, that when we lie down at night and can't close our eyes because we've been broken hearted, the Bible said that this comforter, he's a helper in a time of a storm. He's the strength in our wilderness. He's our anchor when we stand before the judge. This Holy Ghost is in you. And the longer he's in you, it becomes you. That when, when this earthy tabernacle shall dissolve, that, I believe, was part of the hands that created the new you because you're created from the inside. You're created from the soul out, and he is what's dwelling in you. And your relationship with him, when this earthy tabernacle when you're in pain, when the doctors say you got cancer, he's in the inside working it out. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's working on the inside. And what joy comes on the outside. In the name of Jesus Christ, all you got to do today is recognize what he needs uh, to be comfortable with you. <laughs> he needs to be comfortable uh, because he's your keeper in the midst of it all. You always know when things happen and you get delivered and you begin to thank God, and that's all right. Thank God. But don't forget, uh, thank Jesus Christ, uh, but don't forget that, yes, they are running, but they left this comforter to live in your earthly house. And you got a responsibility. The songwriter said, I got a charge to keep. I got a God to glorify. You too. He already told you that I, Christ Jesus, I live in the Father. And you live in me. And I live in you. This is such a miracle that we all are so entwined. Just see how we're entwined with each other. There's no breakage. People say when you're once in, you're never out. God did say, I will seal you until the day of redemption. But that's like your automobile. When they made the motor, they sealed it. <laughs> and if you want to get down and pull that seal off, you know you got no more motor. Common sense. No matter what the warranty says that this motor is for life. But you got to do something. You got to do something. You got to stand still. Sometimes 
when they were all in one accord, the Bible said they were in one place. And the Bible said it came a sound as a mighty rushing wind. And it filled the house. And everyone, everyone heard it. And 3,000 souls, when they saw it, were saved. That's part two. What happened to those 3,000? That's going to be our next week's lesson. Because sometimes we're saved. We're filled with the Holy Ghost. And my God, when you go and try to introduce somebody else to it, we're going to find out why. Sometimes it doesn't work. Amen. God bless you. Does anyone have anything to say? um, Hi, Apostle Mother Eva. This is Elder Manna. Um, I was sitting here looking at this scripture in... uh, 14th chapter of of John, and verse 26 says, But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things. It doesn't just say he'll teach you some things and you have to try to figure out. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. And I love the fact that sometimes our memory is not up to par and we forget things. What a, a promise this is that he will call forth, he will bring into remembrance but the important thing that you said, Mother, is we need to read and study the Word. We have to put it in our memory banks so that He can call remembrance. If That's you don't right. read it, you're not going to have anything there that the Holy Ghost is going to be able to call he for can you. Work with you. How about it? Yes. How about it? Yes. David said that word, have I hid in my heart? The heart is right in there, yes. <laughs> in the inside. Yeah, I'm telling you, what a precious gift he gave to us. Yes, he did. What a precious gift. Heavenly Father, we do thank you. We thank you, God, that you even tell us to come and let us reason together. Sometimes maybe we don't see things the same way. But God, that keeper that's in us, like Elder just said, not only will bring the word to our remembrance, it will take us back to the word for us to see it. And we thank you today. 
We thank you for those that are on the line. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Would anyone else before we close have something to say? Bless the Lord. Praise the Lord. I'm I'm so sorry for the background noise. That's why I stay on mute, but it was absolutely beautiful. And I just thank God because we don't hear enough about, you know, the rapture and things like that to keep us in line. But I thank God for the message. It was absolutely wonderful. And God bless you, Marlies. God bless the both of you for being so faithful, so faithful to the ministry, so faithful to the ministry. God bless you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank you. We thank you. We're coming back next week, if the Lord will, to finish up on this. And bring your little questions and bring yours like Elder, you added on. Please feel free. Thank you. And God be with you. And we'll see you tomorrow night. I know. That's yeah. so awesome. <laughs> and may, and may your keeper bring you across the highway safely. Thank you, Lord. God bless you. We're looking forward to Sunday school on Sunday. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. God be with you until we meet on tomorrow. Amen. I love you guys. We love you too, brother. We love you. We love you very much. Good night. I mean, I say good night. Good afternoon. Bye-bye. 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 We love you. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.